Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about an actor who is honored just to be nominated are purely for entertainment purposes only. The envelope, please. Isn't that right, everyone who isn't Daniel Day-Lewis? And welcome once again to the Toad Hop Network and the Movie Guys Live. Could you tell, Luke? Is that how you could tell? All right, I understand. No, fine. When he comes back, I, I won't get in the way. <laughs> You've reached Ground Zero for all things movies and comedy, talk, previews, reviews, and more as we bring it to you every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Right here at the Toad Hop Network and also on iTunes, where you can get all of our uh, shows after we do them. They put them right up on iTunes. Immediately. Quickly, yeah. It goes yeah. to space. And then down to your computer. Down to your computer or your phone or your whatnot. Uh, my, my name is Paul Preston here with Lee Kias, Adam Witt, Karen Volpe. The gang is all here. and uh, That's Microsoft's new product, right? The whatnot? The whatnot. What? <laughs> yeah, they're trying. It's God bless like them. It's like the iPhone. It's like the iPhone. <laughs> they're trying. But not so much as we could get sued over it. <laughs> but hey, let's cut this music up because it is... Well, that's very, very quiet, isn't it? <laughs> that's Andy Williams singing about the most wonderful time of the year. It sounded like the Christmas holiday. Hey, there it is. Why is it the most wonderful time of the year? Because it is award season. Enough of you, Andy Williams. Uh, the Oscar nominations came out today. We'll talk about that in the Golden Globes later on today. Um, we're going to devote the second half to that kind of thing. And we have some guests coming to the show. Do we? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Sure we do. Pre-promote. Yeah. Some people might say, ah, I'll listen to the first part of this show. But if they realize they're, they stay a little longer, they're they might say I, to themselves, there's a second half. You know, <laughs> like you the know, best sports might, team who know the length of a season. We know our show's a whole hour. We'll give you a full hour of show. We might actually get Lee to stick around if That's he thinks right. there's a yeah, Please don't leave. We're not like a Laker game where the last two minutes is really all you need to bother watching. <laughs> but let's not uh, mess around because as we determined last week, it is... Manuary. Yes, tough... Tough guy uh, movies and stuff all month long. Nothing for the ladies. Nothing no. for the ladies. Sorry. Well. So that means it's time for Gangster Squad. Let's fight some crime. Let's do some good guys. Oh, I, I hit the thing that stopped the music. <laughs> hey, tired of all that uh, peace on earth, goodwill to men stuff from the holidays? Well, here comes Gangster Squad, a crime story period piece set in post-World War II Los Angeles. Whoa, can you say sold? You had me at... All of that. Yeah, twist my arm to spend two hours in an era where right was right and wrong was wrong and men were men and put on a suit to do anything classier than take a dump. I just, this music will not play. All right, so the movie tells the story of a specially designated squad, a gangster squad of detectives who are doing everything they can to prevent gangster Mickey Cohen from taking over and corrupting Los Angeles by inventing the Rampart Division of the LAPD. Or something equally corrupt. 15 Mary 3 and 4. Mickey Cohen is played by Sean Penn. Chips. Who's discovered Red Bull? Yes, Sean Penn. <laughs> that seemed like the right time for that. Continue. Yes, Sean Penn, the most boring of our truly great actors, ends his two and a half decade I'm Not Spicoli tour to try over the top for the second time in his career. And he, in fact, he gives off a little of uh, the Al Pacino vibe from Dick Tracy in this movie. A performance that Pacino liked so much he applied it to every role he's done since. 
I mean, the whole film looks like the fun of Dick Tracy without all that annoying Madonna. <laughs> the rest of the cast is uh, indie cred in human form. Josh Brolin and Ryan Gosling, two actors, men and women, can both fantasize yeah. about blowing. Mm-hmm. That's a rule. It's not gay. All right? To, not. to picture either of them naked, it's a rule. It's fine. Either of these guys could host the Kids' Choice Awards and still maintain their indie cred. But they're not actually going to host the Kids' Choice, though, because that's... Fuck that shit. <laughs> they are... They are backed up by the Avengers of supporting actors that everybody loves to see make an entrance. Michael Pena, Nick Nolte, Anthony Mackie, Giovanni Ribisi, and Robert Patrick. And just when you thought you wouldn't be falling in love during this movie, Emma Stone is in it. So get ready to stare at that in period dress. Yeah, that's right. Nobody goes to pee when Emma Stone's on screen. (laughs) This movie is directed by Ruben Fleischer, the director of Zombieland. Who knows how all these elements will come together or if Ruben Fleischer is the man to keep this train on the tracks, but I'd pay $13 to hope for another L.A. Confidential for two hours. Mm -hmm. Now, for our younger audience members, uh, what's the difference between today's gangstas and this film's oldie-timey gangsters? I ask myself this a lot. I can't wait to learn. Well, there actually isn't a whole... Learning is fun. Well, we're here to provide a public service. We're not here to entertain. I have to say this every week. I I think the audience has figured that out. No, there actually isn't a whole lot of difference between the two. They hmm. both shoot guns, they both marginalize women, and they both deal in illicit substances. It's just that gangsters do all that with clothes that fit. Ah. Hey, well, there you go. <laughs> Gangster Squad. Yeah. Oh, my word. I learned a lot from that. An interesting January Good. release, right when they... Uh, you know, when Hollywood is saying, hey, wouldn't you rather be watching the award contenders? Here comes Gangster Squad, and it looks like uh, something worth watching, something worth getting out of the house for. There's something so addictive about period Los Angeles. I just really love that. Uh, well, the it. reason it's so addictive is that you kind of live in it anyway, because you can drive around L.A., and if you look at it in a certain angle, you're still in 1950. Same city yeah. hall? The same building. The yeah. building I live in has not been changed since 1950. No, no. because L.A. The didn't plumbing, exist. the electrical, yeah. the carpet, <laughs> all from 1950. The internet. You know how if you go on the East Coast, you have um, in you go on the East Coast and in Boston, you have the old buildings because that's when that mm-hmm. town started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ours st- started at the turn of the century, the last century. So, yeah. hey, hi guys! Oh, they brought a doggy. Oh, so, uh, of course, all the buildings look like you know as old as we can get because that's mm-hmm. as old as we can get. Yeah, that's it, it. Unless it's a prairie house or something. Well, let me play a little bit of the trailer because it goes back to what we were talking about how. What's the difference between gangsta movies and gangster movies? I think yeah. they've blurred the line here with this trailer, adding hip-hop music to trying to appeal to people who may not dig a period piece, I think. So let's listen. You can't shoot me. You're a cop. Not anymore. I have to finish this. Yeah, see, now that's... Uh, they're trying to appeal to a younger audience here for sure. I yeah. like it. I got that track in my really? head all the time. That whatever that beat is, I don't know who mm-hmm. does, actually does that. When you're on the bus, right? You're just boom, like. Boom. 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 Well, it's not the first time that they they've done this. Oh, they Would have you believe? It? I can't no. believe it. No. Well, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I want to learn again. Tell standard, me something new. Standard bit intro number one says, this Let is not learn. the first time a trailer has done this. I want evidence. Oh, you want evidence? Prove it. Best picture winner <laughs> in the heat of the night. Take a listen. Well, you're pretty sure of yourself, ain't you, Virgil? Virgil, that's a funny name for a giga boy that comes from Philadelphia. What do they call you up there? They call me Mr. Tibbs. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. Right? Young nigga got it back because I'm brown. Yeah. And not the 
So, you know, you'd go see this movie, wouldn't you? I would be there already. It seems pretty good. A lot of people out there have seen Casablanca, but what if you were selling Casablanca and its 70th anniversary to the younger crowd? I don't know. What would you do? Well, the trailer went a little something like this. It doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. I might just let this play for the next 15 minutes. It's great, too. I'm in. <laughs> this Casablanca looks good. It's much better. And then more explosions. Well, listen, I suppose we're, uh, we're lucky to be seeing this movie at all because there was great controversy when Gangster Squad was shooting. You may recall there was a scene where a movie theater gets shot up, and this was being shot right about when the whole Aurora, Colorado, Dark Knight Rises yeah. shooting yeah, went down. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Uh, the midnight screening there prompted the filmmakers to reshoot the scene to where I imagine the final cut, you may not even know this was ever going to be part of the movie. So they'll just blend right through, not a big deal, because they were shooting well, at it, the time. They actually did shoot up a crowd in a theater, right? It's yeah. like literally it what happened literally. In, in, yeah. in both circumstances. Yeah. Right. But uh, did you know? Oh, no. Paul, <laughs> why don't you tell us? Say, say we're just conversing. Did uh-huh. you know? No. That I'm there curious. were a number of other films that had to do uh, similar reshoots uh, yeah. due to civil disasters or tragedies. Well, Fight Club, for example, the release date was yeah. pushed due to Columbine. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Um, Zoolander and Spider-Man had the World Trade Center taken out of both the marketing materials yeah. and the film itself. That makes sense. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's collateral damage had terrorist scenes that were reworked in a, in a misguided assumption that collateral damage had any audience, and beyond that, <laughs> a sensitive one. <laughs> now, collateral damage actually had Sofia Vergara as a airplane hostage that took over an airplane and crashed it into a building. She oh, really? did the crashing? She did the ha- hostaging, you know, the taking overing. And you know how psyched that she is right now that she was cut from that movie? Exactly. That's She's oh, like, oh, yeah. phew, I dodged a bullet. Yeah. Now, uh, this uh, Hollywood Reporter is oh. because oh, of the I release of... Yeah, well, do we do all you have, have, do you have the most recent home. edition? I have the most oh. recent edition. Oh, I have, oh, so I have the I most have. recent edition. I have it right in front of me. Well, I have the most recent edition. Oh, okay. oh for those how of you convenient. Who are listening and not watching, <coughs> shame uh, on you. The video, we are all oh. holding up different copies. Oh, they did have an article here, Paul. Tonehopnetwork.com. <laughs> 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 and you can see it. The article actually is talking about these other films that had uh, tragedies and where they had to rework the movie because of the tragedy that happened just about the same year they were making the film. Oh, it's yeah. kind of uh, it's kind of cool. Here, uh, go ahead and somebody just read part. Well, of you know what, um, Paul, I'm I'm reading here. Karen, yes, I'm listening. Get ready to learn again. I'm, I'm, again. I'm going to take notes. <laughs> Uh, apparently in March 2011, uh, we all remember that an earthquake hit Japan yeah. and the tsunami that followed killed thousands and, mm. and shocked the world. Uh, but nobody was more shocked than the producers of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick what? Rules. Yes. Really? Apparently they had to remove a scene where Roderick horf- horrifically drowns in a tidal wave. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's not the scene you would expect. So they uh, changed the script and instead um, they had him accidentally fart in church. Oh, well, I can see why. Okay, well, yeah, I, I, I can see I bet, that. I bet the ending where he drowns tested better. <laughs> <laughs> a lot like Fatal Attraction, where she yes. kills them both. Yes. Yeah. That was the original ending. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting we were talking about this because there is a sequel, believe it or not, to Deuce Bigelow, that sequel. It almost didn't happen because of Hurricane Katrina, of all things. Hmm. Rob Schneider, oh, one of our really? most tolerated comics, he was all set <laughs> to take his Lothario to New Orleans for a sex romp. When all of a sudden the city was destroyed, forcing them to make the movie in Europe, and they had to change it from the title being Deuce Bigelow's Superdome Gang Rape. Oh, well, thank God for that. I can't imagine people would go to that. The coincidence of that title is just insane. Yeah, you got to get rid of that. That's the the problem. Because the Superdome was a big deal, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You're planning that movie, you're planning your audience out, and then boom. My mother would not go to that film. (laughs) 
because of the Regardless, way, because yeah. of the Superdome, <laughs> she's not a big fan of Superdome. She just doesn't like the Superdome. She doesn't she's like the Giants. Fan. She's I a Giants fan. Yeah. She'll take a retractable dome <laughs> yeah. if she has to. If Who dad? Not his mother. <laughs> not his yeah. mother. Well, you know, I was just reading in my latest oh, uh, issue Adam. of Hollywood Reporter here that the Exxon Valdez and the Dead Poet Society became intertwined as Robin oh. Williams originally an O-Captain, my captain of an oil tanker, which ran aground. Oh. What? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Wow, that is unfortunate timing. Uh, they, they replaced it with him teaching a group of English students about poetry at an Ivy League college. Well, that makes sense. Oh. But, of course, the reference to O Captain, My Captain remained in the script. That's good. Yeah. That's just, sometimes you can't cut stuff out like yeah. that. It's you can't change everything. But yeah. i got to be honest, yeah. that, that felt odd, out of place. Now I know why now the O know Captain, why. My Captain right. is. Right, it was in there. It, it yeah. now makes sense. Now, nine months, <laughs> if you know the film Nine Months at all. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. This was, <laughs> this was set to be released until the disaster of its own release hit. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, a little too close to home. That's going to mess up your release. Now, because of the massive similarities between the film and the release of the film, <laughs> all the film had to be cut. But instead, they agreed to release the movie without any changes, as long as everyone f- would forget about it instantly. So, mission accomplished, Hollywood. I didn't even see yeah. that. Oh, I think gosh, they did you know, it. The, the string of bad luck apparently continues. No, in, uh, tell oh, us. One of my favorite. Read from your magazine. Is this an article you're reading? In what the are you from reading? My, my current edition of Hollywood Reporter. Uh, and this is a personal favorite of mine. This is a long um, article. Legally Blonde apparently oh, was the victim yeah. of bad coincidence. Uh-oh, 2001. Yeah. No. Now, in the movie, Reese Witherspoon is threatening. Um, she wants to get in college, yeah. and she's, she's mm-hmm. going to threaten the, the, the admissions board. She threatens the admissions board with an envelope filled with anthrax. Yeah. Ooh. Mm, yeah, so uh, yeah. They, that had to be cut, and so instead they just gave her a dog and told her to act cute. Oh. oh. So that oh. Was the, because obviously you can't do the first one. No. The anthrax oh, it's, attacks it's, it's in too close. Clearly too far more riveting. Close. You always be adorable. Yeah. Oh, you guys remember that scene in 9 to 5? Did you guys see that one oh, with oh, Danny yeah. Coleman? Of course, classic. The yes. one with the big boobs in it. Yes, that would not be... Da- oh, Dabney, Dabney Coleman, Coleman is a big boob. <laughs> Remember this scene in 9 to 5 where they tie Dabney Coleman uh, to a garage door opener in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Well, originally, they were just going to kill John Lennon to get his attention. Oh. But, lo and behold, the same year. Sure, yeah, you can't do that. That it's is like, just... Yeah, you know, that's the very definition of coincidence. Too yeah. soon? It's it too soon. <laughs> no, John Lennon's still dead. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, no. now I. I uh, what are you reading, Adam? Well, what I was reading here in uh, my issue of uh, Hollywood Reporter was uh, <laughs> the end of the article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my arms well, are getting tired. Hurry up! I mean, I think that, well, that's you know, and that that's pretty bad. That's dumb luck, of course. But the final example I have yeah, here is uh, probably the worst of luck. You see, Killing Fields. Remember oh, Killing yeah. Fields? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, tells the powerful story of mass slaughter by the Khmer Rouge at the hands of dictator Pol Pot. Mm. Well, this was just way too close to the story of Pol Pot's actual genocide in Cambodia while heading the Khmer. Rouge. So the whole movie had to be removed and replaced with Footloose. Well, I think we're all better off for that. I think we can. All right. There you go. Hollywood Reporter, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that explains how Footloose got greenlit. Yeah, exactly. Quite frankly. By accident. Had to do something. There had to be a major. There was some desperation desperation. going on. Uh, Speaking of desperate. Um, Yes. Another film with similar unsettling events uh, that have upset preview screenings early uh, was at. uh, Marlon Wayans' A Haunted House. Coming this week. Screenings of this have ended in chaos when the audience began yelling at the screen only to have the actors in the movie yell back. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but enough of this nonsense. We should talk about this film before it leaves theaters. Here we go. Yeah. A Wayans' brother returns to tickle the funny bone of America's $3 theaters in the In Living Color sketch gone feature length, A Haunted House. At least one parody movie comes out every year. 
from Vampire Suck to the 40-year-old virgin who knocked up Sarah Marshall. Mm -hmm. And yet, you can count the good ones on one hand. I think the movies primarily exist to piss off comedy scholars. They're probably even the same kind of people that call their sketches skits. Oh, I hate that. Marlon Wayans, or Sean Wayans, co-creator of the original Scary Movie, is back with what looks like Scary Movie 6, but they can no longer use the word movie in a parody title because that has turned into a reason to not go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Like a juvenile Billy Crystal Oscars montage, these movies exist to sum up all of the releases from the last year. Ah, good. Finally, somebody with the balls to make fun of October 12th Sinister. Mm. Hey, remember all those jokes that the January 6th, the devil inside was just begging for? Oh, you were talking about rape. Well, yeah. Well, Marlon, or or Sean, Wayans is here to pluck that low-hanging fruit. The first shot in the trailer is the iconic handicam bedroom shot from Paranormal Activity, and you think, ah, yes, ripe for parody. Mm. So obvious I hadn't even thought of it. How will these foremost parodists (laughs) skew this genre that has come to define horror for the last five years? And then someone under the covers lets a huge fart. Yeah. Yes, these are the ideas that the annoying sixth member of your sketch group brings to the meetings. (laughs) It causes you to break up the group and reform a month later with everyone but him. We've only got four, right? We've only got four so okay. far. And, and as a writer, I have to ask you guys a practical question. I mean, do you think it's hard for him to, Marlon Wayans, to just write, to literally write on his computer and go, and then she farts? <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? Do you just go, oh, you know, I'm going to put that down as a placeholder and come back later? Yeah, or... Or do you go, I know! Oh, I get a feeling... Then she farts! It's brilliant! I got a feeling Mr. Wayans lights a cigarette after that one in self-congratulations. Says, like, oh, brilliant. Miss. No, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that critic though that I hated when I was a kid. That old shit who didn't understand that dick and fart movies are dick and fart movies. Yes, I think. But when I was them. raised in an era of great dick and fart movies, yeah. like Animal House, Caddyshack, yes. and Revenge of the Nerds, but but this movie looks like an English class video that got out of hand, <laughs> but gets a C because of their enthusiasm. Haunted oh, House, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, this movie when I saw it because all this stuff popping up going go to youtube go to facebook all that junk oh yeah it don't watch this movie don't do everything <laughs> get but on the internet do stuff. the dishes wait until you see what we have in store oh, yeah. we do right here on facebook and twitter that's from the trailer that's yeah. from the trailer how annoying but the thing is, is immediately reminded me of this these people i know in particular the one guy he always sends me his little youtube movies and I feel like I have to watch them because otherwise he won't. He'll be able to track that I didn't open it. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this movie is that movie. You paid thirteen dollars for this YouTube yeah, movie. And it's a this YouTube should be, movie. This should be six minutes top. It, to- it totally should, and we should be able to like it or dislike it. Marlon, Sean, or Damon will know you didn't watch this. Yes, I'll have to open this movie or else they'll dislike me. Somebody will know you. Unfriend me is what's going to happen. Oh. Right now, the, the the first thing that Lee, I remember you thought of was. Uh, would black people stick around a haunted house? I did. And why did you think that? Be- because of this. Why don't white people just leave the house when there's a ghost <laughs> yeah. in the house? Because I grew up on Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Uh, and it turns out ripping off Richard Pryor. So, uh... Yeah. fucking long. Get the fuck out of the house. That's why this movie would be six minutes long. Right, because that's funnier. Watch them get out of the house. You know what? She can still fart. (laughs) Just get the hell out of Well, you know the the basic premise of this movie is that he wants to have sex with his wife. Okay. She becomes yeah, she becomes possessed and he's so frustrated with the fact that there is no sex in the champagne room anymore that he goes through all these uh, exorcisms. 
That's the synopsis so I read. So really, huh? it's a dude just trying to get his wife. He's just trying to get laid. Yeah. So uh, actually, that's a little. That's okay. That, that's not so bad. That know. makes sense. At least he didn't get a girlfriend. <laughs> got a farce element to it. <laughs> now, should we get on to our uh, our interview? We've got a um, uh, has to do with parody movies. So oh. it's kind of exciting. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do that real quick. Oh, well, quick. luckily, uh, actually, I, I, I've got to go. What yeah. You, what? Yeah, actually, I have to duck out for a second. What are you talking about? Well, uh, um, Paul and I, uh, I'm sorry, Paul, Adam and I got jobs. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, we, we took jobs as uh, garbage men. So we yeah. Now? You took, a good, gob- yeah. you took jobs as garbage men. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a part-time thing. No offense, Paul. I mean, the movie guys doesn't really pay, and we do have to eat. Yeah, uh, all right, I understand. All right, all right it's too right, bad, right. though, because you're going to miss out on our guests. So well, let me just... that's too bad. Well, no, I mean, th- we can just watch this on iTunes later or, or Toad Hop. They, they archive it. Oh, right? yeah, they archive oh, that's it true. right away. Yeah. You know, just... immediately after the show, it's already up on the Internet yeah, so. and iTunes. We'll <laughs> just get it there. I think okay. I learned sorry, earlier sorry, Paul. space. Yeah, okay, bye, guys. That was weird. Well, I guess we can talk about movies. Well, Karen, board up, Karen, I should tell you, we're probably going to go this a little bit later because it's kind of important that we talk to these folks. It's uh, the whole parody movie format was uh, invented in our lifetime. If you remember Jerry Zucker, David Zucker, and Jim Abrams, they, mm-hmm. they created this parody format with Airplane. Oh, yeah, but it was uh, great. But, yeah, can you imagine, like, well, I mean, later on, one of the Wayans, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, made I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, which was another great uh, entry into this format. But lately, it's just kind of like <coughs> most, most every other version sucks, pretty much. Are you I'm ca- sorry. I just smell like perfume or something. Oh, you're, you're noticing my axe body. Oh, my oh God. the cologne. Our guests are here, ladies I and gentlemen. I can taste your cologne. Uh, it's kind of exciting. Hi. We have... Uh, we have. How uh, you doing, Paul? Yeah, Hi. these guys are directors of the parody movies I was talking about, the ones that aren't as exciting as the oh. classic ones. Unfortunately, hey, there's hey, a lot no, of them. Oh, this is exciting. I've never met a Please producer. welcome uh, Dan Felcher and Ross Drakkar. There you go. That might be what nice I smell. Nice to meet you. Yeah, a directing team, directing and writing, right? Hey, uh, we hear you do a kind of a movie show here, so uh, we figured we'd come and tell you about uh, the movies we make. Well, you guys crank out a ton of movies. Let's look at some of the titles oh, here. Oh, yeah. Not another bromance movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's you guys. Adam mm-hmm. Sandler movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Teen vampire movie. Oh, yeah. Not another teen vampire movie. <laughs> oh, topical, that was mine. I'm I actually, sure. uh, that was I'll take demand. credit for that one. Yeah. Chick Thank who you. reluctantly falls in love with Matthew McConaughey movie. Oh, <laughs> That Money in the audience. bank, mister. Facebook Jones and the 27 Dresses of Sarah Palin's Crystal Skull. Oh. What the hell is that? Big overseas. You know what that Big is? overseas. Very topical. Look, some say you folks are doing it for the money. Cheap entertainment. What, I mean, what, how do you respond to that? I'll take a, you can take that there. Oh, well, you know, hey, look, uh, uh, the thing is, you know, it's, 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 uh, there's, there's. The only, Beatles. There's like, only so many notes, right? Yeah. What? So the Beatles, they use all the same notes as Beethoven, right? But nobody says, oh, the Beatles, they're ripping off Beethoven. Get out of here, you Beatles. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> no, think they, anyone's ever said that. No. They don't say that about the Beatles, Beatles. but that's the Beatles. <laughs> all right, listen, uh, I don't want to, like, talk down on your, your genre. Yeah. Um, but how did you get started in it? What inspired you guys? What, I mean, what oh, about- get together? About, uh, I think it was what, 1986, right? Something like that around if that I time, 86, 87? Yes. 88. Yeah, and, and we, noticed, we noticed there were a lot of RoboCop and Arachnophobia movies that were coming out. Remember mm-hmm. all those uh, RoboCop and Arachnophobia <laughs> I movies? Remember I remember one. All of those? Yeah. So we wrote a parody of those two trends with RoboRooter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came up with that title, RoboRooter. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Uh-huh. Pretty good. And it combines yeah. what the audiences were loving about both those things. Pretty good. It was directed by uh, Zarafuz Bahamanish, and uh, he found the money somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, we don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> sure. <laughs> they found the money. In but now you're producing and directing. Well. Yeah? Yeah. You're oh, directing? yeah. 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 Now we're now we're actually the producers, directors, and we uh, take the share of the money. Well, for example, uh, we just wrote and uh, directed uh, Three Men in a Movie. 
Oh, yeah, well, that's well, timely. Yeah. Three men in a <laughs> well, movie? These, these are some of the ones uh, we, we did yeah. right before we got into directing, actually. Oh, yeah, these are just, yes, yeah. just the ones you wrote. Three <laughs> men in a movie. You know, like Four, four Weddings yeah. and a Time Cop? That was perfect oh, for that yeah. year. <laughs> My for that year a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, the, uh, the English man who went up a bridge of Madison County but came down a money train, thanks for nothing, Julie Newmar. That was a... Uh, <laughs> thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, okay. Julie Newmar. So, I mean, these just really hit at the time because people were just ready for these sort of messages. Like for like our movie Operation Dolores Claiborne Drop. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that just Wait takes two things that were popular. And you're getting all their audience. You're saying people were yeah. ready I mean, for here's this. the thing. You're turning me around ready. here. People like Dolores Claiborne, and they like Dumbo Drop. Yeah. You put those in the same movie, you got both audiences in the same theater. And this you, is how you write your sold movies. out. Yeah, you got yourself a movie right there. This is how you write them. Perhaps you, you recognize uh, Volcano Armageddon, Dante's Impact. I don't that, remember that. That was a good scene. Yeah. Did that, that go straight to video? You know, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. That made a theatrical release. Straight that to YouTube. Really? That was a, a parody. There What's was a YouTube? No YouTube at the time. Mm. Okay. Oh. This is this is back during a big resurgence of Tommy Lee Jones. You actually no put YouTube these on film, right? This is before video. Oh yeah, we yeah. shot these on film. Oh sure. Wow. I'm told in your office is just a big wall with ideas and pictures and stuff on it, and that's how you do your writing. Yeah, that's, that's what formula. we do. Yeah. Basically, we just got a pegboard with slots. Yeah. So here's what then, you do: you take down Paris Hilton, you put up Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You take okay. down Honey Boo Boo. You, you put up Downton Abbey. You take down Call Me Maybe. Put up Gangnam Style. Boom. And yeah. we're working on a Gangnam Style parody for Gangster oh, Squad. Oh wait, I have a no. clip of that. Let what? me play a little bit of that. We're the Gangster Squad. Gangnam, Gangnam, Gangnam. Wait, whoa, whoa. Oh, Nick Nolte Style. It's good. We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> the teens are going to love this. We'll have it in theaters before that song sucks. So, oh, okay. You know. All right. I, I think it's too late. Uh, well, that, I mean, that, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, your movies are so accurately pop culture-wise. Okay, well, we got like one minute, so let's talk about. Okay. Um, you're making a, it's like you're making a mixtape of recent movie trends, Paul. right? Like your movie, this is Zero Dark Forty. Oh, what is that? Well, that's a combination of Zero Dark Thirty and This Is Forty. Again, you, you take two things that are already working and you put them together. How is that not creative? It's they're very so Paul Rudd and a couple guys bond, and then they kill Bin Laden. There you okay, go. Well, Who I, does not want to see that? Well, and we got the guy that used to play Saddam Hussein in all the Naked Gun movies playing Bin Laden. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. We'll do it. The soup Nazi makes a cameo. <laughs> Wow, All right, Paul, um, bef before you make a parody of uh, what we're doing here, I probably should let Ooh, you guys go. That's a great idea, Paul. Before you make a parody of what you guys do, I should let you go. He just repeated you, Paul. He just repeated you, no, Paul. No, but I mean, Wait, th that's guys, a bad idea. That's a bad idea. We're going to do a parody we're of do a parody of you. You're doing me now? I'm doing you now. You're doing me now? Are you guys See? Look well, how you guys are. It's hilarious. We're going to go on a quick we're break. We'll be, a break be back. Here. back. And back. interview some real people. And interview some real people. Oh, you're Get the hell out of here. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. To leave your house to shop. To crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on 
Symphonic. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. System 2. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers that type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and... Candace Thompson. With... What's good? Starring... Freddie Lockhart. And... Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip-hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things. Music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout and save 20%. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Chaos is broken loose here at the studio. Toad Up Network. We have guests, which is exciting. Trying to get the folks uh, settled in. Uh, Let me talk to you about one of our sponsors real quick here uh, before we uh, talk to our guests. Go to ToadUpNetwork.com and click on our show page uh, for the movie guys. And this is how you want to get in your head in the future to go to Amazon.com. Because you probably already go to Amazon. You buy everything there. They got baby diapers. Adam, you buying baby diapers over there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mostly Uh, for trashing people's (laughs) houses and front yards. It's all super easy. Order stuff uh, online and then it comes to your house. You don't even have to leave the home. But you can do it from our page and from all the different Toad Hop Network pages. You can click the Amazon link there. And uh, no cost to you, just helps keep the podcast yeah, you're free. You're going to go to Amazon anyway, right? Exactly. Of course you are. You're you buying can... a widescreen TV. Might as well pick up some diapers. Maybe to buy the Groove Tube. There you go. Perhaps oh, no. to buy the Groove Tube. Yes. Oh, really? 
that's the oh, wrong tension. Piro. Uh, so the next time you shop online, think Amazon, and think about our banner on the toadhopnetwork.com show page so you can help us out a little. So there you go. That's uh, Amazon helping out Toad Hop Network and then helping out our show. So we're happy to have them. So uh, speaking of, uh, well, we just had guests here. Let's uh, bring bring some official music for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the studio, we have an exclusive interview with Al Schwartz, the executive producer of the Golden Globes, Woo-hoo! and Ken Shapiro, a writer for the Golden Globes and the Emmy Awards, mm-hmm. I believe. And uh, we're, gentlemen, we're happy to have you here. The big show is Sunday. So how did you manage to get out of whatever might be pulling you in 90 different directions yeah. to come talk to us? Well, we're really sneaked out right now. Yeah, Good. I would imagine. Rehearsals and stuff are still going on. It's, uh, this is kind of cases, uh, chaos time right now, but it's a good time to get away because nobody knows we're missing oh until right now yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. you didn't tell anyone you're in charge you can just leave right we can do what we want that's That's what's good about being a producer yeah so tonight is what like would you call it a load-in for the or the is the talent on on hand at all no talent doesn't come until saturday oh okay so so right now sometimes sunday Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they get there after the show's over. Just like We're gonna have talent you know. at the Golden Globes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. come on! Hey. So there's. Uh, we didn't know if we were gonna make it here tonight. Because traffic, <laughs> traffic here is really tough at this time. Of, you know, yeah. night to get over here. So, but I mean, this is L.A. and so. Well, that's what we. Expected. That's what we love about living here is we expect that in exchange for great weather. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. And the big show is down at the Beverly Hilton to say we're in Hollywood, so it's quite a hike mm-hmm. from yeah. down there. You, you wouldn't think back. so, though, would you? I mean, you look at you look at a map or you look at Google and you say, oh, it's, we can get there in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. <laughs> Everything's a half hour from everything else, no matter where you are. And we don't have a car. Oh, that makes things a lot harder, doesn't it, yeah. Ken? Your buses? Heck of a walk. Yeah. Uh, now, this, you've, been to the, you've produced the show, executive produced or consulting produced. You've had a de- number of different titles for 20 years now? Yeah. Uh, well, this year, it's uh, I'm I'm an old fart now, right? So I don't so I don't have to. For those of you watching the visual element of the, our show, yeah. Is, so I don't I don't have to take on all that uh, stressful responsibility. So I'm now I do consulting, and consulting oh. is great because you give your opinion, you make suggestions, and either they take it or they don't take it. You just walk it. around and tell everybody what's wrong. Yeah, or yeah. What, you know, you're, you're saying, doing that wrong. I think yeah. I'm an insulting producer. Insulting producer. Or you just go around being a cheerleader. Cheerleading is good. Good job. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And has that show been at the Beverly Hilton the entire time? Yeah. Always. Uh, you've been I've done it a bit for forever. thirty years. Kenny's, yeah, Kenny's been on it long. You've got ten wow. years on on Al. Well, I do. Wow. There you go. Congratulations. I got more than that on Al. Now is that is that is there like is it. Joke writing, or is it there are a lot of like the regular writing of just the processional stuff as well? Like all you have to write all, of, all that of stuff. All of that, yeah, all of that. Kenny, Kenny's a long esteemed uh, joke gag writer and uh, comedy writer uh, for a lot of years. He's written for almost all the top comedians. Starting, I don't know how far guy you go back because sometimes we'll, we'll Esculus. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> okay. okay. we'll Euripides. No, we'll play a game with funny. you. We'll, so we'll name some names and see okay. if, you, if you know them. Okay. Uh, He's Danny, drop his Danny K. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, we know yeah. Danny Kay, the court jester. Danny, he is Danny K's uh, surrogate son. Oh my oh, God! Oh, fantastic! Really? Yep. yep. Very cool. So but the rumors aren't true. <laughs> <laughs> Danny K would have liked that whole dance you did with the chair earlier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so you wrote gags for Danny K. I wrote songs and gags and shows and specials and classic. That is great. That's cool. Yeah. I did. 
Yeah, it's nice. And then uh, and now the Golden Globes and the Emmys. So do you? But how does it work? Do you put the words in the in the mouth of the hosts who show up and then say it, or is there a great collaboration with them? Depends on the host. This year it's uh, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler, and they're writers in their own right. So oh you, yeah, you really don't write from the last couple of years. What I didn't work on the show, but it was Ricky Gervais. Oh yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, yes, the whole time. And he came yeah. in with his own with his own. Job. Oh yes, he yeah. did. I bet he did. <laughs> yeah. Now, how, how was that different? Because obviously, that became a controversy that he had jokes that <laughs> he had jokes that no one had seen before. That was mm-hmm. the controversy. So, how does that work? But does he come in and you vet some of his material? Are you do you request to see what he's going to be doing? Now we do. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> now we do. In fact, Amy Poehler and and. Uh, Tina Fey have requested a a an audience for rehearsal. They're going to do so a they, test audience. They, they wanna, oh, cool! They want to check, uh, you know, try out the jokes, see if they work. All I know That's is that if there was idea. a writer for Danny Kaye in the room, I might want to run my stuff by that guy. Yeah. I think so. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, can you just listen to this for a second? Funny, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but a lot of uh, a lot of comics will come in and they won't do their material. They'll just do yada 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 yada. They'll they'll give you try to give you a timing uh-huh. of their rhythm. Oh, and, I see. And then you, uh, it's tough on a director because if you're, if they are going to refer, like a guy like Ricky Gervais is going to refer, refer to the stars in the audience. You need that. You want to know, yeah, you want to know who's he. Yeah, Red Skelton, when he, yeah. well, I worked on his show and he never no. did any of the no. jokes. That's amazing. During rehearsal because the band would laugh. So he didn't want the band to laugh until the show was actually <laughs> on because they always had a live orchestra. David Rose and his guys, you know. You really are old. That's crazy. Yeah, very old. <laughs> wow. That's really The very cool. first joke I ever wrote was for Red Skelton. I just got major credit with my dad by having a writer for Red Skelton cool on the show. Cool I was going to say that. We didn't want to make you old. Yeah. <laughs> he but, was a baby when he was working for Red And you write for the Emmys and the Golden Globes, which I, are the only two award shows worth watching. I just want to go on record. That's because does. people are drinking. I like that about well, the Well, Emmys, Golden they don't Globes. drink so much. But no. Golden Globes, Golden Globes is unique. They have nine thousand glasses of champagne they serve that's um, great every every gold and nick award. nolte accounts for like eight thousand of them <laughs> he, right, right he has them all they're all at his table see and, and when you produce a show like the golden globes you set up everything you possibly can set up and then you hope for the worst that's right. <laughs> how many times does that happen you hope for things to go wrong yeah, you right. hope for christine lottie to be caught in the bathroom and for robin williams to run up and 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 I mean, that is what yeah. makes yeah. it lively. Well, I remember, I remember that bit specifically because in the next year she came out with toilet paper hanging off of her foot. Yeah. Now, was that yeah. you? Yeah. Was no, that, that you guys? That, that, was you? that was you. For me, that's gross. And I saw all. <laughs> I, you know, I Al played me one of your radio shows, and there were like twenty-seven fart jokes. In, oh, in the. In our I show? Th- we normally disgusting. don't do that. They met, they Anybody got a clean I just need to see this. Wiping his face with a toilet. standards. You know, I'm so embarrassed. That's very good for your skin, by the way. Once I saw the girl from Friends, what, the brunette, what's her name? Uh, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox once said. Yeah, the butt savers. You wipe yeah. your face with that to take off the shine. I was going to ask if that's very what nice. that's called, the butt saver? No. I, that's my word for it. Yeah, but, uh, well, you know, when we're, look at the movies we're talking about. Uh, well, I do actually have a question, Paul. How do you decide who wins? You you pick the winner, yes. right? No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. That doesn't, that's not how it no. works. That's not how it works? No. Oh, okay. I actually have a very specific question. Now, I'm not sure I can blame uh, blame you, Al. Maybe I can blame Ken. Um, yeah, Ken, you were there before, uh, Al. So. Yeah. Um, I specifically have a, have, a, have a bone to pick. 1984. 
right? Yes. The uh, nominated for best performance by an actor in a motion picture comedy slash musical was my boyfriend Bill Murray for the role of Vankman in Ghostbusters, and he did not win. Dudley Moore won. Mm. Why exactly did that happen? You have to English. understand. English. <laughs> <laughs> because he was English. Foreign press. That's Son of a. Exactly. But you know, we once had a year where I can't remember who won, but the other nominees were Billy Crystal and Steve Martin. Right. And they came backstage during the commercial and they said, Could we do a bit? Can we just go out and say, We know who won, but who came in second? <laughs> That's we were sitting at the desk and said, Yeah, go do it. This is what makes this show great. That's cool. And do you feel blessed as a producer that they have the comedy and drama category so then you can have all the more celebrities show up? I think it's better. I think it uh, makes uh, the Golden Globe stand a little bit different than the Oscars. Now, mm-hmm. the Oscars have gotten a little bit into the act by increasing from five uh, nominations now to ten nominations. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's better or worse for the Oscars. Yeah. It, it kind of, Not a fan. No, I don't, because I don't they like don't it. De- I, delineate the different types of movies. Uh-huh. Because there know? was a prestige to being that great movie that everybody knew was great, everybody knows Moonrise Kingdom is great, but was left off. And there was sort of an honor to that. Now everything gets in. It seems know? that way, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. For, for the Oscars. But... Uh, no matter what, there's always a difference between the Oscars and the Golden Globes. I think Flight was one movie that the Oscars nominated. I think the Golden Globes did not nominate Flight. Good for Golden Globes. Seriously, yeah. that, that movie wasn't quite as strong as, as I think everyone was anticipating. And well, if, if you're a drinker and, uh, and a doper, it was pretty go. strong. Yeah, right, right. You, identify with you could relate Denzel. to that. Well, here's, yeah. here's some examples of some differences between the Globes and, and the Oscars. In the winners, Peter O'Toole... Zero Oscars, and you got a you got a lifetime one. Four wins at the at the Golden Globes. English. There you go. English. There you go. Uh, Richard Burton. English. 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 He won for Equus. Bill Murray needs to get an English accent. Wait a minute. Let me look at who else. Deborah Kerr. Is she? she English. English. (laughs) I'm noticing a pattern here. All right. Robert Altman, though, from Kansas, right? Yes. Kansas, he's no he no Oscars, and he won that, for Gosford Park a few years. But that's back. a that's a foreign type director. It's a foreign. <laughs> type. It takes place in England. It's an English movie. There, wasn't there like twelve stars in that movie that they? They were all British. They were all British. They were all British. Touche. This is interesting. We figured it out tonight. <laughs> but with that show, then you get to give awards to like like Leonardo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt never won an Oscar, but they've all won Golden Globes. So that's kind of cool. That they get to show up and and be so the Bill star Murray, of the show. Actually, Bill Murray, Bill Murray lost in translation. Because I yeah. love so, him. So, what do you think about this year's shows? You guys have any ideas on, on what you think? I mean, I mean, do you all lean toward Lincoln or do you lean toward uh, dread? Zero dread. 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 Dread got snubbed. That's just me. Just you have to understand. No, I agree that Flight was not as strong a movie as as I think the hype behind it. Uh-huh. Would suggest. I was very, very disappointed in that movie, and it wasn't what I was anticipating. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that as far as that's concerned, the, the Globes got it. But I actually do have a question about how they determine, because the Academy votes its own, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's the Hollywood Foreign Press, but what exactly is the Hollywood Foreign Press, and how do you become a member? You can't. Of, there's you about, can't, there's, you can't a, there's about 85, 90 members. And they're all English. So, and they like and every, there's a much smaller year, group of people Every here. year they have to let in five new members. Is that because some of them die? 
And no, it's because some of them get jobs as taxi drivers. <laughs> That's right. So it's high-end prestige in that yeah. group. So it's a far smaller group of people voting on. It's a on. group. You don't want to holler green card in the room. <laughs> Just no Gerard Depardieu jokes? No. No, no. Well, how about, well, then, listen, we have best but, performance by, oh, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. But I was just going to say, the, the real, the one thing about the Hollywood, for, Hollywood Foreign Press is they all do see all the movies. They know the movies they're voting on, mm -hmm. and they know them very well. And although there, as Kenny mentioned, 85 to 90 people, they are, they're seriously very, very uh, qualified people to be picking these movies and television shows. They've been, they've picked television shows that most people never even heard of they picked mad men before anybody knew it was, on, it was on the air and they're they're very good about having an insight into what really works mm -hmm. amos and, and andy this year it's big. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but and, but the other thing the other thing a lot of people don't realize is the hollywood foreign press gives away a lot of money every year i mean they they encourage uh, given filmmakers 12 million dollars away so far this year they gave away a million and a half, and film preservation. Uh, they donate to uh, USC Film School, UCLA Film School. Film schools all over the country. Cantor's Deli, all those. Uh, Cantor's. <laughs> uh, that's good because I do like a good pastrami sandwich. Well, how do you feel about the uh, the Golden Globes being somewhat considered a precursor or a barometer for what the Oscars are going to be doing? It's very important. The one year that the writer's strike kept the Golden Globes off the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, that year, the Oscars dipped tremendously, uh. very significantly. And it's because what happens is uh, people will watch the Golden Globes. The, some of the movies may they probably haven't heard of. Some of them they've at least talked about a little bit, but they're not really sure what they are. Mm -hmm. So they get their first baptism into the, the movies that are uh, obviously being honored for the year. Mm -hmm. They go to the theater. After the Golden Globes, till the Oscar period comes up, usually ticket sales start to increase after the Golden Globes. And by the time the Oscars roll around, there's more of an interest. So they suffered the one year that the Golden Globes weren't on. They really function as cheerleaders for Hollywood, and they interview 400 people a year. And, um, you, you know, and it gets... It's uh, they're they're in 150 different countries they're, they're, that they write for. But you're not going to tell me how I can get in. Yeah. No, no. I've noticed that question has not been answered. How do I get in? We'd like you to tell us how we can get in. I, uh, I have no pass. But the Zero Dark Thirty opens to wide release this weekend after opening in limited release. Mm -hmm. So it's probably Funniest wise. Funniest movie I ever saw. Yeah, hilarious. It's hysterical. <laughs> Darn it. Oh, but it's probably wise so then, right? We open He's wide. thinking of Zero Dark Forty. Yes. We open Sorry. wide when we think we got a shot at the, the, the Golden no. Globe. That's right? This is Forty. Oh, okay. No, this is Forty. <laughs> That's Forty. Now, um... Every, this year, the nominees were announced by Jessica Alba. Do you guys get to pick that? Because yeah, I to would talk to Jessica Alba. I, I wasn't there at the. No, no. we weren't. We weren't there. We, well, we, you, we missed that. We just That's got at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. Well, nobody needs that. You might want to get in on that part as well. No, I'm yeah. just going to throw this out there because because <laughs> this is just fun. So, um, a lot of us here, Paul and Adam and I, are all Chicago comedians and improvisers, and we all studied at Second City. Hey, me and, too. And, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Second City Alumni. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I, I I've was, driven past it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I was in a, one of the original Second City groups. There was a. Uh, Oh, God, what was her name? Do you, do you know the name Paul Sills? 
Yeah, oh, yes. absolutely. Was it the Compass players? Were you in the yep. Compass players? No, not that far. Oh back my then. God! I'm like, wait, I'm he having was like a heart attack. In the first oh. city. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Paul, Paul Sills' mother. Yes. Yeah. Viola Spolin. Viola yep. Spolin. Yep. She wrote the book for yep. improv games yeah, for we children. We know all that stuff. Okay. Dude, well, that's well I was that. in Viola's uh, workshop. Oh my God, class. that's and, amazing. And we used to we used to workshop ideas, improvs in the workshop class, and I remember. Uh, in one of the early classes, uh, she made us be an animate objects. We had to name an inanimate, inanimate object. So I stuck my arms out straight up in the air, and uh, she said, what are you? And I said, I'm a TV antenna. <laughs> and she said, brilliant, brilliant. And everybody in the class said, brilliant. So the next time around, I put my arms out this way. They said, what are you? I said, I'm a clothesline. They said, Ugh. Oh, well, it, what? It was like it was the worst thing. Ever. Was, all of a sudden, she hated it. Yeah, it was so his first matter, lesson in Hollywood. Yeah, we're, yeah. arms up or arms yeah. to the side. Uh, apparently, yeah, from now on, close line starts with that. I'm doing this. Yeah, starts but, with a K. Close but, line. But uh, the the guys that were uh, around when I was there were Avery Schreiber. Oh and George yes. Burns. Yeah, oh my gosh, of not course. George Burns. Uh, um, uh, George what? No, not George Burns. Jack uh, Burns. Jack Burns. Jack, Jack Burns. Avery Schreiber. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that we, uh, I personally had, Tina Fey was my coach whenever I was on one of my improv teams at Improv Olympic, and I studied with a couple of different teachers that were in the uh, Upper Citizens Brigade with them, so we're all sort of from well, that generation. Cool because you, you say you love when you know things can go wrong or have the potential to go wrong. I mean, sure. you've got two veteran improvisers yeah. there. I mean, that's got to be a dream. Well, I think hosts. that's going to be good for that audience yeah. because yeah. they at least are going to be on, on top of, Getting, you know, that what you're used to is getting instant reaction. Yeah, so, because they'll have an audience in front yeah. of them. I love that they're having an audience for the rehearsal. That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And stand up, as you know, is, is very difficult to begin with. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you've got a set hard routine, and you stick by that routine and you don't wave, uh, I know when I was doing stand up, I had one show, and if the people stayed around for the second show, I was in trouble. <laughs> so what do I do now? Because they, they've already seen the show. Right. So. I'm dead. You know, you go out and say, okay, so. Do it all in a squeaky voice. At that yeah, point. I'll go out yeah, and die. Yeah, just do it faster. Change my tide. Put you on know who I was. Now, the one thing you don't have on the Golden Globes are the musical performances. Is that a right. blessing? We used to. Oh, yeah? We did. Oh, yeah. We've had Tony the, Bennett perform. The audience the was very rude. They would start the schmooze. Robin Williams get out of his seat and talk to Katzenberg. And, and, and Tony Bennett would be singing a medley of something. And, uh, and they nobody listened. Attention. You know, we had... We used to sing the nominated songs. Now we just hum them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kenny used to write a lot of the. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the opening montages of that show consisted of the people in arriving uh, to the show. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. Kenny wrote a song prior to any of the arrivals, and then we would cut in pictures to match his lyrics. But oh. the lyrics were all about the people that were arriving. Right, that we, right. We'd use the shots from previous years, but you never knew the difference. Right. We only got into trouble once when Anthony Hopkins was in a thing, and then they came running back after the opening number says, that wasn't my wife anymore. Oh. <laughs> oh. With the wrong wife. And that happens in Hollywood a lot. I was going to say, that only happened once? Well, really? that only happened once. <laughs> only happened once. Awkward. I wasn't in Second City, but when I was in college, I used to do... Saturday Night Live type shows before they were even a, a thought, and I and my my cast was Richard Dreyfus and Terry Gar. Oh my gosh, and, that's and awesome! They, they were, were Friday Night Live. Yeah. Friday Night Live, the ready for primetime players. Almost, yeah, almost ready. 
That's cool, dude. That's well, cool. we'll get to uh, see your fascinating work on display this Sunday. The big show is. I don't uh, think so. <laughs> 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 you know, you're not going to do a musical number He's after done. all this. No yeah. musical. Couldn't numbers. talk you around to that. And I, for one, will be rooting for Argo. I'm rooting That's for Bill Murray. He has seen. one Argo's more shot. Argo's a good movie. That's the best mm -hmm. one I've seen this year. And there's I, been a lot of impressive stuff that comes out right at the end of the year, but that, that I, for me was it. I think Lincoln is the movie to beat. It I is. do too. I Even know. though I love Argo, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I think it is semi-restrained Spielberg with yeah. a prestigious cast and a English, great writer. Right? And an English and again, guy playing. English. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm rooting for Ergo. Ergo, not Argo. Ergo's no, good. Ergo. for one award. <laughs> and Daniel Day-Lewis is the lock, right? The one I, lock of the night. Uh, how, I don't how know. Can you I don't him? know. How I can don't you? Know. I don't know how he can. Be I look here. Uh, well, first of all, I'm thrilled you. Man, the press. I'm filled, uh, Man, thrilled. Richard Gere was nominated. He missed out on the Oscar. I thought he was fantastic in Arbitrage. John Hawks, Joaquin Phoenix, Daniel. Well, yeah, Daniel Day is going to walk with it. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, the show itself is uh, Sunday night, January thirteenth at. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, which is great that we get it live here. And at 4 o'clock is the Arrival special. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's fun, too. And that's this year hosted by the cast of the, the hosts of the Today Show. Oh, oh nice. So you'll have Al Roker uh, defecating on oh, yeah. <laughs> him. put his pants out <laughs> on the red carpet. That's right. I just have really one, one quick last question. Do we pick our tickets up at Will Call? Yeah. Thank you, Lee. All right. Yes. So there you have it. Uh, that's on NBC, uh, the Golden Globe Awards, Al Schwartz. This is and, it? This uh, was instead of dinner? <laughs> huh? you got me out. We'll take you out. We'll I take you out. I slept all the way over. We'll take you out. Uh, you guys like Buffalo Wild Wings? Great. So we're right going off to that. Hooters. We're taking you to Hooters. Thanks for tuning in to the movie, guys. Folks, we'll be back uh, next week. Brand new show, as ever, Thanks right here the on warning. the Tone Up Network. <laughs> hey, hey. Good night. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.